Hi, and welcome to TrevTech Talks, a podcast that aims to grow Africa by enabling entrepreneurs and assisting them in taking their greatest innovations from ideation to production. In addition, every episode is created with advice for the youth that are starting a career in software engineering. So stay tuned and listen up. Hi and welcome everyone. Today on the show we host the pioneer himself, Bethwell Mshlongo. Bethwell started off as an IT technician and he very quickly upskilled himself with all matters cloud. He became the face of cloud at APSA. Soon after that he joined Standard Bank to become their product owner for cloud who was responsible for the building, the maintaining and the running of Standard Bank's public cloud infrastructure. Bethwell is currently a solutions architect at Standard Bank and it gives me great pleasure to welcome him to TrevTech Talks. Bethwell, welcome to TrevTech Talks. Um, it's been a long-awaited arrival for you to get you on the show, and I know that uh, you know we've, we've talked about this for some time, but a very well, warm welcome to you. And uh, how's, how's, how's everything uh, going on your side? How's your day been? Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you um, for having me on the TrevTech Talk Show. Well, I've been waiting for this, uh, I think, for, for some time right now, if I may just say it. Other than that, um, my day has been good. Just attending a few sort of like breakout sessions for the AWS Summit um, online, which was a bit interesting and stuff, you know. So, yeah. But over and above, uh, my day has just been good, yeah. You know, keep planning almost like every day and stuff. Learning never never stops, eh? Well, for the audience, uh, Bethwell is a um, he's a cloud engineer slash solutions architect. Am I correct in saying that, Bethwell? Um, very much you are correct. Uh, to be quite honest, actually, um, well, with my recent role, I was almost like um, which was uh, AWS product owner, which kind of like steered me away from engineering and actually doing the actual work, you know. Um, but um, <laughs> I guess being me, I still managed to actually do uh, both where I was sort of like managing, obviously, the deliverables of actually ensuring that, um, what's the way that I'm looking for? Um, so obviously as a product owner, you kind of like need to drive the deliverable of your, of the actual product. Yeah. So in, in this case, I was the AWS product owner. So pretty much sort of like responsible for ensuring that from a from a bank's point of view that I deliver the actual platform which is required by the bank for consumption and stuff, you know. So that's that. But um, other than that, I still kind of like found myself actually doing a bit of engineering. You know very well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> from the and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you, you, yeah, go for it. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So as, as we've mentioned, um, well... Um, I would say engineer, um, solutions architect, also played a role of an AWS um, product owner. So, yeah, I've done quite a bit, basically, uh, in a short space. So, yeah. Jack of all trades. I do know that you started off, uh, you know, uh, with the with the deep technical AWS engineering and you, you, you traverse your way through various parts, you know, from networking to solutions architect and, you know, and then and then you... You, you took on the role of product owner, which uh, for, you know, one of the largest banks in Africa to be the owner and responsible for deploying and maintaining the public cloud platform, you know, is, is a great and a, and, a, 
and a, a quite a scary uh, role if I have to look at it, um, you know. And then, so what you're saying is that uh, you, you did that for some time and you got the, the managerial experience behind that and then you found yourself now going a bit more deeper into the technical aspects but still keeping the, the managerial aspect uh, to that as well. Correct, yeah, correct, correct. Wow. So, so like, how did you actually start this whole cloud journey? Cheers, mate. Um, I guess I would say I was very much privileged. I was one of the luckiest ones, basically. Because remember, uh, so I've worked, obviously, for, for, for Barclays, now called, obviously, APSA Group. So at the time, you know, um, when I started, APSA was obviously, or should I say, Barclays was, was in the process of actually demerging of the investments in Africa and, and, and so forth. So at that time, um, there was um, a need, obviously, for now, for APSA to sort of like reinvest, potentially, whether they go into data centers, buy hardware, or actually, you know, take on this um, beast, which is um, cloud, you know. So I think at the time, the, the CIOs and stuff had sort of like made a decision that, you know what, instead of reinvesting in buying um, infrastructure to actually build their own systems and stuff, they decided that they're going to go with cloud, you know. So that's when I actually pretty much sort of like by luck, um, I managed to actually get into a team that was already sort of like starting um, with this journey, you know. So yeah, that's 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 when I joined. I think that was, if I'm not mistaken, potentially that was 2017. Yeah, yeah if I'm not mistaken, in terms of the date and stuff, you know. Um, but that's when I, I I joined. But um, the interesting part is um, when I joined because of my background, you know, the stuff that I've been doing since I started my career. It was very sort of like I wouldn't really say easier. But it was at the same time to the stuff that I kept sort of like reading up just made sense. I was able to connect the dots and all those things, you know, pretty much quicker than anyone else that would just, you know, get into this uh, into this field, you know. So um, just to give you a bit of background in terms of how I started, obviously, my career. So I would say I started off, obviously, as an IT technician uh, at a casino that was in 2009. Yeah, that was 2009. So that's when I started off. So I was I would consider myself an all-rounder within that environment because um, I was an IT technician, but obviously I was responsible obviously um, for providing support to the end users, um, responsible for maintaining um, you know um, the hardware and the infrastructure you know for for, for the casino. So um, I also was obviously responsible for doing, um, you know, some of those sort of like um, key networking configurations, you know. So that's where I used to sort of like configure call switches, routers, um, configure like create VLANs, you know, configure IPTVs, you know, for hotels and all those things. So um, I got a... Um, a broader exposure, I think, within that space because I worked for two years. But because it was such a small team, it was just, I think, six of us, more or less. It allowed you to actually gain more exposure to actually understand the, uh, to understand various, obviously, um, various technologies that were there, like from VMware to to Oracle, you know, um, to, yeah, you can just name all of these um, tools that we are using. But it allowed me to actually gain much knowledge uh, and widen, obviously, my um, yeah, widen my skills, my skill set, you know. 
So at the end of obviously that two years, um, I literally approached my boss. I'm like, you know what? I feel like uh, this environment is now very limiting for me. It's way too small. Um, I can't actually flourish. I can't do more. You know, um, obviously, being in an environment where it's um, based on there's like role segregations, basically. You know, um, if you are an IT technician, you can only do things which are within, uh, which have been defined, obviously, for for that specific role. Uh, even though at times to time I would obviously um, start doing um, other stuff, but I didn't really have much access to some of those things, you know, where only the senior guys had access. So I felt like the environment was now a bit limiting and stuff, and I needed to potentially maybe um, explore, you know, um, and go and seek out obviously for uh, um, new sort of like um, possibilities within other organizations and stuff. From there, I then moved obviously to a, a company called um, C, uh, CEB. The company literally at the time, I think they had 99%, they were supplying, um, I think, point of sales for pretty much 99% of the retail market, you know. So um, again, the, it was something pretty much different, you know, from um, just being an office boy to now being a field worker where now I literally had to attend to different uh, issues, you know, um, such as um, the service down the shop can't really actually process any payments or any signals and stuff, you know, getting there, making sure that you rebuild some of these um, servers, making sure that it can connect to the comp banking servers and, and all those things. And to a point where you literally even had to, I even had a toolbox, you know. <laughs> so funny enough, I even had a toolbox. So you get there, you find the hard drive has crashed, you have to reload the operating system, you have to reconfigure. And that machine ensures that obviously the pin pads are working and so forth, you know. Um, I did that for, I think, for a, a, a short period because I, I think after a few months I realized that, no, you know what, um, as much as I've moved, I've gained something new, I don't think this is what I want to do, obviously, for the rest of my life, you know. At that time, what then happened was, um, obviously, um, I then realized that, you know, for me to be able to even be seen by these uh, organizations and stuff, I need to actually study, you know, I need to study. So, obviously, I've got a an honors degree in um, business IT, um, so that's what I studied. So, um with that in hand, obviously, uh, it has a lot of, obviously, weight and stuff. But um, we are currently, obviously, living in or we were living in an environment uh, where you kind of, like, needed to have specific certificates for you to be able to actually um, get certain roles, you know, um, for you to be able to prove that you can actually uh, work with a specific products such as your VMware, you know, your databases and all those things. So that's when I started the journey of actually upskilling myself um i think that at, at the time i was actually even more into cbt nuggets you know um cbt nuggets where i would actually even do the actual practicals so i did my i started doing my uh, S, uh, mci uh, mcitp microsoft certified it professional um, course so which i finished that then uh, what happened was um i got a call from um my previous um senior say um colleague he was because i was an it technician at, at the casino he was like the it specialist at the time you know so i got a call from him um where i think by then he had then moved and joined um a company called electric uh, electronic toll collection 
which literally it's your your intel company <laughs> let me just create like that yeah so i got a call from the guy uh he's like hey dude um you've got an opening here i think you would be a perfect fit you know um went there for for an interview now this was a bit different now in terms of the role because now the role was a, a second level um a senior it um it specialist right so it was different from what i've done because most of the stuff that i've been doing has been just pretty much dominant or has been obviously like more on the infrastructure side right so now this role required me to actually work on the back end you know systems it required me to obviously have uh, that ability to understand the integration points of the uh, of, of the system um i needed to even at, at the time actually when i joined them i pretty much needed to know something about databases you know so that's when i joined them after joining them i started obviously um doing um um my sql um sort of like courses um database administration courses and querying i think i did also the yeah querying i think the, there's another one the bi one just forgetting exactly what it was called back then you know so i started doing those courses and stuff you know um and the more i started doing them the more i got more obviously interested you know uh, in actually um getting more exposure into in, in, in into this new thing that i'm just sort of like learning you know becoming a database administrator and, and so forth you know so that role as i've mentioned um it was more on the back end so obviously um you get various queries where you kind of like need to do some traces and check in terms of where the issues may be like for instance right now you may actually call you say no i've made a payment however you guys haven't allocated my payment to my profile you know so um with that i needed to obviously understand okay fine um if you've made a payment where do i go and check you know um be able to sort of like do some SQL scripts and some select statements and actually review a profile and provide some sort of like uh, analysis where I could potentially even take whatever information that I've gotten to obviously third level. There was that level obviously uh, within that company. So pretty much that was that. At the same time, um, it's a backend, obviously, um, where I needed to understand the backend stuff. Um, but because of the other stuff which I've kind of like, um, or other skills that which I've acquired, um, while I was an IT technician and stuff, such as your um, active director administrator, your your yeah, such those things, I was obviously taking other taking on on more responsibilities. You know, um, where we're sort of like managing obviously the the, the AD, um, uh, managing even the the CRM system and, and so forth. You know. So um, I spent pretty much two years there, um, learned quite a lot. Um, I've skilled myself. Um, and then I felt that I needed more exposure actually into, into, into databases, you know. So I got a, a role um, which was for a SQL developer slash IT, IT manager um, at a very small company, um, company called um, Sable DataWorks, you know. So joined the company there um, was, it was very interesting because you know what um i was now responsible for the entire sort of like infrastructure even though the company was that small i kind of like like as i've mentioned i was now responsible for making those key decisions in terms of how we actually gonna go with um, um with some of those um um how we're gonna actually 
like what tools are we going to use obviously for the organization um how are we going to configure some 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 of these um uh, services and, and so forth and the fact that everyone now looked up to me you know in terms of okay fine this is our it guy so um they came there with their own problems to say fine listen guy we have issues we don't have an itsm system we can't work remotely you know um we are on um exchange and at the same time we were experiencing power cuts i think it was back in those days where there were so much power cuts where um because of that once you don't have electricity it meant that you can't actually communicate with the outside world you know yeah. uh, as much as you might have a ups it would potentially work there maybe for two three hours and then it's gone you know so um literally started changing a few things the one thing was obviously introducing an itsm system um such as jira which was um very sort of like interesting for me because now it allowed obviously me to sort of like um gain some more insight about the actual tool itself and um also to prove or to actually test what i've studied because i've also done um ito i've done also service management so it allowed me to now implement some of the items or things that i've learned actually from those courses and stuff you know so i was then able to obviously say you know what um we're gonna ensure that we've got your sort of like your level one queries level two level three queries creating all those workflows creating reports ensuring that there's now visibility on the work that's currently being done and potentially you can now actually um build back your clients based on the work that you've done you can also provide records you know so it allowed obviously um collaboration obviously between um teams and and, and so forth so that was one of those biggest stuff at the same time i was still sort of like doing my 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 sql scripting now i was actually doing sql scripting where i was now writing triggers you know um for 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 the uh, sable tool it's almost like an explore, exploration tool for for mining where you needed to input certain obviously um data into it and then uh, it will execute certain um sql triggers and stuff you know so i started doing that you know um very much interesting something new also at the same time um again like as i've mentioned there were those problems where uh, exchange uh it was um, an exchange which was obviously on-prem. I uh, helped them with migrating that to, to Office 365. So I guess that was my first exposure to, to cloud. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. yeah, I would say that was my first exposure. So I migrated the guys into, into cloud. Um, they kind of like enjoyed the fact that now they don't have those issues that they used to have, you know, where, they, where their emails will just go down and stuff help them also with just creating um vpn connection um, where now they can actually vpn into into their on-premise environment and be able to work from home and, and and so forth which is quite key nowadays where where you actually looking at what's currently happening you know yeah so yeah from there moved into moved to apsa um, as a system analyst you know so i guess now i was kind of like more comfortable actually working you know with uh, systems uh, back end you know understanding the integration points and and, and, and all, of, uh, all of those things so when i joined um uh apsa um again so one of the key things about me you know throughout all my journey is i always seek to find ways to improve how things are done 
you know so i don't just get into an organization and just you know just sit and relax and stuff you know so if i get into an organization i will obviously try and see if i can change a few things improve how things are done potentially even change um, the mindset of some of the people and stuff you know um so when i got into at absa so one of the things is you know they had obviously um run the bank and build the bank so those are totally two different teams um so i was part of the run the bank you know so the way things worked um within the team it was obviously um if there's an issue with the system this the the end user would log a query the run the bank team would get the query and then they would look at the query and then escalate the query to build the bank yeah yeah very common amongst uh, uh, a lot of companies in that era yeah yeah so if look, that didn't sit too well with me <laughs> I, I felt like i was you know from this guy that has always been involved now i'm just passing tickets you know from one end to another so what i started doing was when those tickets came i actually packed them back with me i started working on them <laughs> you know i started working on them even if i would um take them to build the bank um i would still ensure that um i've provided all the necessary um analysis you know all the necessary information to make it even easier for them to actually get to the actual problem you know at times i would even tell them pinpoint the actual problem guys the problem is this you know um so that's how i actually got into that space um however uh over time one thing that i then realized because now i had pretty much obviously changed the mindset now um even with the new guys that were coming in they were now sort of like now getting more sort of like hands on they were no longer sort of like passing tickets and, and so forth you know um but i think at the at the same time i wanted to work obviously with teams that were more sort of like um that were willing to ch- challenge the norm you know um so i was no more like i didn't want to sort of like keep on patching stuff you know um, i wanted to be in a team where if there's a problem let's take it out let's see exactly how can we actually come up with a, a better solution to resolve this and stuff you know which is obviously um something i had obviously voiced it out to say guys um we can obviously keep um we can't spend the entire year you know just keep on doing the same thing you know just putting bug fixes and stuff and yet um there isn't any change in, into this system or application and stuff you know um but obviously now for you to start challenging such um saying such things you need to obviously be challenging your superiors you know because ultimately it's their responsibility as much as it's yours but um they need to drive obviously some of the strategies and prioritization and you know um request for yeah, for, for funding and and stuff you know to whether it's to rebuild the entire application or to do whatever that's required to actually um remove all of these um things that it keeps on sort of like reoccurring which is called so called bug fixes and stuff you know so during that that time while I was there I realized that you know what, I think there isn't really much again here that I can do as much as um I've changed how things were were done you know where now things are no longer being passed to to deadline support potentially being handled obviously by um by build the bank uh, by run the bank team it so happened that um the organization was actually uh, on backing on the cloud journey 
And I did I did my little research there to sort of like find out to say who's actually spearheading this um this um this new thing, you know, called cloud. So stood up from my chair, took a walk, and then I went straight to the person that was obviously um spearheading the, the cloud journey. Um that was Dalian Pretorius. So um I went to him like, you know what, I would like to to join your team, you know. She looked at me like, okay, you want to join my team? Okay, anyway, I will be looking for people. So if you want to join my team, you need to at least have a, an AWS certificate. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'll come back um, after a month, you know. Said that to, to her. And then what happened was um, went back to my desk. I started obviously now researching about um, AWS. Um, I started obviously studying you know, I'm um, um, studying about AWS. So I started studying, 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 started studying. And then I went for my exam. So before I even worked actually with the actual um, services and stuff, I was just studying and then I went for, for the actual exam, which I passed. So um, after passing it, I then went back to uh, like, you know, I've passed the, the exam and that's how I actually gained my entry into, <laughs> in, wow. in, in, into the field of, um, yeah, cloud computing. So that's how I gained my interest. So after doing that, obviously, that was not enough, you know, for me. Because as much as I've um, gained my entry, I wanted to also be like my peers. So at the time, they had a consulting company um, that was pretty much managing in terms of building the actual foundational piece, the environment, um, putting down patterns, you know, um, certifying the environment and all those things. I wanted to be like them. And... um, and the fact that I'm actually obviously a permanent staff that um, really pushed me to actually so what I, I need to actually push harder so that you know I, I so that I can get to a level where I can even take over some of the stuff that the guys are doing, you know, um, and uh, potentially even transfer the skill set that I have back to the organization, back to my colleagues and stuff, you know. Um, so I started working obviously um, on the team. Um, at the time, um, I would say there was, instead of engineering, there was more of sort of like uh, operation work that was there for me to do. And um, that also entailed, um, or that required for me to sort of like understand some of the administration parts of um, of, uh, of AWS. So that's when I embarked obviously on doing the, the, sys, the sysops course you know, to understand um, system administration within AWS and stuff, you know. Um, but right then there, I was able to identify gaps, you know. Um, I was able to sort of like identify gaps. I was able to actually deliver uh, at the same time on some of those sort of like key components. I was able to, to I was so much involved to a point where I think I was, I ended up becoming the face of cloud for, for the organization, you know. So, uh, whenever you ask someone about cloud, potentially they would mention my name, you know, because wow. not only uh, I was sort of like building the the core sort of like foundation, but the more I, I started building the the, 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 the the environment, you know, um, I started learning more. I started doing my solutions architect, obviously, um, associate. Um, I, I did my associate first, so I started doing my solutions architect professional, which I passed. 
So the more I worked on actually or, or on the actual platform um, or on the AWS services, I understood actually the more I gained more knowledge. And the fact that I had obviously all this background, you know, um, all this knowledge that I've gained from different uh, sort of like organizations, uh, I was in a better place to sort of like assist my colleagues when it came to actually architecting some of the solutions that they wanted to take into cloud. So um, they found, I think they found it easier to actually come and sit with me in my desk because I already understood obviously some of the, the legacy stuff that, uh, that um, yeah, if I may just put it, yeah, some of the legacy stuff in terms of how it was done, the configuration and stuff, and potentially how it could actually be done when it moves when it, it it moves into cloud so i became that 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 person um not only that uh, at the same time um i started actually um working more also on sort of like as i've mentioned the operation side of, of, of things where i needed to ensure that the organization is aligned um with um, the policies and standards that have been set i needed to make sure that those policies and standards that everyone is aware of them so created obviously awareness so they we, we used to have sessions called brown bag sessions you know where i would go and actually stand in front obviously of of of, of the sort of like it audience or or even your your business people and stuff where i would actually um present to them you know um on things that i felt that they it would benefit them things such as uh, how do you get started into cloud um things to things about um, financials within cloud so once you're in cloud how do you even manage your financial and stuff what are the benefits of actually using some of these services you know so um i guess those are some of the things that um i'm pretty much sort of like proud of you know um and um the fact that um i've gained like all these skill sets from these different organizations and stuff um as i've mentioned it's kind of like makes me makes it easier for me you know um to to uh, to analyze um and actually to get into a, a solution much quicker you know yeah, um, yeah. Based on, on 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 some of the the knowledge that that i have and um at, at, at the same time um um because like i've, I've said i've become i was one or was once in sort of like an it support so you realize one thing that as much as you can build you can do all of these things you know um at a click of a button you still need to understand how itsm work you know you still need to actually implement that within your actual journey and stuff you, you know so those are some of the things where you find people going into this journey and then they forget about those things and i was i'm glad I'm, yeah, I'm glad to say that I was able to sort of like, you know, bring some of those things back, make people aware, you know, drive that awareness, create some of these sessions to people to actually educate them about some of these things, you know, and also to tell them, listen, as much as you're moving into cloud, you are not really changing much. It's just a change of platforms, basically, you know. So like if one comes to me and asks me, okay, fine, um, if I move into cloud, what is it? Am I disconnected from the the bank? How is the networking done and stuff? My simple answer is, guys, it's just an extension of your data center, right? So um, that, as long as you've got that, you don't really have to worry about obviously the underlying sort of like configuration, as long as that has been taken care of, 
by 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 your sort of like your engineering team within within your organization and they've sort of like documented everything to make it easier for you to even understand exactly what has been done and how are some of these things have been configured why can't i do this what are the reasons and stuff for me not being able to do such things you know so all of those things basically um um have kind of like obviously put me in different position you know so obviously um through all of that i still left obviously the organization um i joined um uh standard bank you know but i still felt like i still had much more to actually offer within the organization but however the move obviously for me to to standard bank it was more on um sort of like um a senior role more responsibilities and stuff you know this is what compared to my previous role you know yeah. so so the move to standard bank was more of sort of like more responsibility more sort of like in terms of accountability also and the fact that now uh, i get to be the one that's actually driving the actual uh bus you know if i may just put it like that so now yeah. I was the, the person that was now responsible for delivering the the cloud um platform to 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 the organization you know can can i just comment uh on 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 what you've said so far i'm sitting here with goosebumps because you know you 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 have such a wide variety of skills and experience and you know something that's so inspiring is that you know you could have literally still been doing it uh you could have still been an it technician up till today right but you know your constant um drive to upskill and that passion i can almost hear that passion and feel that passion that you have for technology and you know the one of the the really um nice things that or one of the the, the great qualities that you have that, that i'm listening to is that it's not only about the technology part you know you you clearly understand that there's no technology without business and you know something like the itsm system the importance of uh, customer feedback of ensuring you know that the, the certain processes are followed and you know your your ability to to go into any team and quickly learn you know the foundational aspect and then improve on that team i mean which organization would would, would not want you on their team you know <laughs> so i i just i'm i'm just really pleased that i can even host you on on my show and i'm i'm just so uh, appreciative of the fact that i can you know i can uh, we can chat and uh, there's so much that i can learn from you and there's so much that i've already learned from you so i just i just wanted to comment on that i mean well done and congratulations for that because you know in this in the current environment that we find ourselves it's it's really tough it's really tough to you know climbing climbing the corporate ladder and you know uh, constantly upskilling is it's not an easy task you know you do a certification today and next year this time it's almost outdated and yeah. you 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 just did not give up and if i look at you now i mean what a perfect candidate to lead an organization you know whether it's a technology officer or or a cio or a, a business a, you know business leader so congratulations to the, to that that's all no 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 thanks trev thanks trev um but you know what to be quite honest also um to you is um i've i've watched a lot of obviously colleagues people that i've that i've worked with you know 
who had so much potential. But the fact that um, they, I wouldn't really say, it's almost like um, noticing things around you, noticing that things are changing around you, things are evolving, people are using different mechanisms and stuff of doing stuff, you know, um, and trying to actually um, be ahead also of, 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 of some of these things, you know, or being obviously the leader and being that person that actually you know, I was one of the first people to actually experiment or test some of these systems and stuff, you know. Yeah. I think what is, uh, has sort of like um, pushed me to, to, to actually get into this level, you know. And uh, you know what, one of the things, like, I always talk to some of my colleagues and stuff, you know, guys, guys things are changing, you know. Um, as much as um, you might be comfortable where you are right now, but just note that tomorrow you might wake up and then there might be a new technology and literally you now you might not actually even have anything to do you know uh, I'll, I'll give you a typical example right now had i remained as an it technician but i would think right now i would have been potentially um um i wouldn't have a job reason yeah. being is yeah. there's so much you can do with cloud right now where you can literally automate everything you know from yeah. patch systems from spinning up um, other sort of like um, uh, VMware or should I say EC2 instances and stuff when you need to sort of like scale, um, you know, or pointing to other sort of like um, regions if your environment fails and all those things, you know. So, yeah. yeah. You know, what about every other company out there that's, that does not have the... Um, you know the the, the capital uh, or to to just go and you know get another company in and you know they, they don't have enough money to just you know employ a lot of cloud engineers to come and build this for them you know so what i'm trying to get at here is you just said that you know automation and you know the beauty of 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 cloud is it's software everything you know from networking all the way up to the the deployment of your features so, right. you know, one of the interesting things is that now we we in a in a phase right now where, you know, I've got this term, you know, <laughs> um, that I that I call, you know, one click deploy your IT infrastructure. You know, it's it's been able to almost create and destroy your entire company's infrastructure from networking to to deploying your virtual. Uh, um, uh, your VPCs to to your applications to everything, and I think that's so powerful in the world that we live in today. Because you know we 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 currently know that there, there is an issue with with service uh, levels and and downtime, and you know there right. there are a lot of systems in just the South African economy alone, you know, as well as the African economy as at, at a larger state that you know has such a large impact on the on the on 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 Africa as as a whole, and you know as we move closer and closer towards these resilient systems that never break, it's once again I'm going back to this part of one click deploy your IT infrastructure. You know if something is broken, just recreate it. You know, and I think you know for smaller companies out there, you know when I'm and when when I'm using smaller, I'm talking you know smaller companies as well as medium sized enterprises you know, not the large enterprises that have lots of money to go and uh, hire large teams to run this for them. But I'm surely, surely, you know, the rest of the 
the companies out there want to jump onto this as well. Do you do you have anything to to add to that and any potential um, ideas that you have and um, any thoughts on on that? Yeah, man, Flip, I've got so many things to say about this. Actually, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think um, one 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 of the things I think the first thing it, it's key. I think for pretty much um, all organization, you know, having a clear strategy. I think that's the first thing that you you need to have having a clear strategy, um, understanding exactly um, what is it that you're trying to achieve. You know, and um, what is it that you need for you to be able to even achieve what you've set out to achieve? You know, so those are some more things. Let's say right now, um, um, you want to move into cloud. Um, before you can even do that, there's so many things that you need to look at, right? Um, potentially, you need to assess your current sort of like environment, your 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 resources, you know, the people that are there, because um, it's an entire transformation, you know, that you would have to go through. Right. Um, clear enough, there is cost involved. Um, however, if you are clear and you know exactly what you're doing, um, I think um, the investment that you would be making is far much sort of like uh, better than um, um, it supersedes obviously um, the returns basically yeah. that you're gonna yeah. get. At the end, you know. So um, you find right now, like for especially for for small sort of like um, medium companies, one of the things is obviously having that capital, you know, to 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 invest. However, now um, with cloud, it gives you that um, opportunity, you know, um, that opportunity for you to actually just put a little, you know, into in, 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 into in, into this whole thing, you know, um, where you can actually start small and obviously grow it bigger over time and potentially even retire some of your hardware, the old hardwares and, and stuff. At the same time, um, it gives you that opportunity also to sort of like um, upskill, you know, um, your current um, sort of like employees or resources and stuff to actually um, get into the same sort of like um, into that level where now they can actually um, make use of these services, you know, um, uh, potentially even actually um, removing some of those sort of like um, ops or operation burdens that they used to actually do, you know. So there's quite a lot of stuff uh, that, that's there. And I, I don't even know exactly um, what's the first thing that some of these um, organizations need to focus on. But one of the things is, Assessing your your current obviously um, organization, um, doing your business I don't know your business case, understanding okay fine this is what I have. If I were to sort of like move tomorrow into cloud, right? Um, this is the initial investment that I would need. But over time, this is how much potentially this is gonna save me in terms of cost reduction, um, operation sort of like um, reduction, you know, and some of the stuff that you've mentioned in terms of downtime, you know, impacting your customers and stuff, you know. Because once you start doing that, then you'll understand obviously the value of you actually moving into cloud, not just moving because everyone is moving, you know, but you understanding exactly, okay, fine, I'm moving because I want to actually achieve one, two, three, you know. Yeah. And once you start that, that's when you're actually going to see, you know, and potentially um, grow within, um, within, within, within this space, you know, um, of, um, should I say, uh, of cloud, basically, you know, 
and potentially um, as an organization, you will realize that the more you start, uh, the more you get into, in, into this space of cloud, the more you realize that um, your people are growing, your resources are growing, um, your systems are improving. Um, and now if you look at your financials, you no longer need that obviously upfront investment that you would have needed back then. You know, so you know, so there's now cost reduction in terms of um, in terms of your financials. You now have more stable system. You now have system which are more resilient. You know, if something happens, you know, you can potentially fail over depending on how you've architected your your system. Yeah. So there are so many benefits, but um, you need to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, you're not gonna obviously see the benefit. The only thing that you're gonna end up doing is you're just gonna keep uh, going in circles. You know, oh, in cycles. Yeah. What I mean in cycles is you're gonna start something you might not even finish, or you might actually not even see the value of it. Eventually, you come back and say, you know, what cloud is expensive. You know, um, or um, I think one of the things that uh, I think most organizations uh, keep saying is, you know, what we can't find resources. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm one of those resources that was within an organization. You know. Yeah. I sort of like took it upon myself to upskill myself. But guess what? It's not because um, uh, I, I was better than anyone else. I was challenged by my boss, you know. I was supported by my boss, you know. Yeah. So that's where it all has to start, where the leaders are involved also, you know. Um, the leaders are there to support you, Um you know, throughout this entire journey. So it's not just, okay, fine, we are embarking on this sort of like um, cloud journey, here's the strategy, and then you go and sort yourself out, you know. Yeah. You have to constantly be involved. You have to constantly, you know what, um, understand where some of your sort of like um, your resources in terms of where are they in terms of maturity, in terms of level and all those things, you know, and provide that support, provide training, you know, uh, provide even incentives for them to actually, you know, at, um, get some of the certificates and all those things. Yeah. And lastly, the the one thing is to empower them, trust in them. You know, like the minute your your superior, or your manager actually believes that you can actually do this, with no doubt, you will do it. Uh, exactly. I think I think we should uh, we should maybe do another episode. You know, just talking about that. And but I think you know, in the meantime, if uh, you know, Bethel, if you don't mind. You know, uh, I'll, I'll obviously share your uh, your details, and you know, if the, if there are any enterprises, you know, large, small, medium, whatever, that um, you know would like to get any form of ad- advice, and you know how to look at this cloud journey, you know, you can feel free to, you know, get hold of Bethwell, and I'm sure he'd be able to do, to direct you in in the right way. You know, he's definitely someone that, um, you know, listening to this podcast, you can see that he's 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 ex- well experienced and versed in in the old or legacy uh, setup as well as this cloud setup. And he's, he's heavily involved in both of that and he's got a lot of knowledge and experience. So if you have any questions or, or thoughts around that and you need some some guidance, um, is it okay, Bethwell, if they can contact you and... Yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah, they can contact me. I think um, my LinkedIn profile is there. Um, I think it's my name, Bethel.Mfrongo, or Bethel Mfrongo, basically, not Bethel.Mfrongo. Bethel Mfrongo, you should be able to find me on LinkedIn. But, you know, while you're on this, you know, there's there's obviously companies that have this um, sort of a, a legacy setup uh, that want to move into the cloud. And then we've got startups that, 
you know, uh, what we call a greenfield implementation, new setup. They, they don't have something running in the data center. And, you know, they've got maybe five, uh, five employees as part of this company. And they can natively go straight into the cloud. Now, for those companies, you know, they're, if you think about it, they probably wouldn't have like a dedicated team initially in the beginning to like run and maintain their, their cloud environment. You know, they would, uh, they, cause they're more focused on, you know, the, the actual features that they're delivering because yeah. in most, in most startups, it's in the beginning, you, you, you're more concerned about showing that business value as quick as possible. Right. You know? So I think there's also merit in, 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 in providing uh, some guidance and support for some of those uh, startups that could, could also potentially reach out uh, and, and maybe ask, you know, some, some questions and, and, and thoughts around how would they set up? Because, you know, they would probably need a, um, like a, a guardrail almost, some plumbing, you know, some, uh, right, some yeah. setup, you know, adding new users uh, to an account, you know, security, you know, most likely, you know, security, not everyone's a security expert, you know, and startups in the beginning, you know, those are important things, you know, your your investors are definitely going to look at, you know, the how secure is your is your app. If you've got a ride sharing app, as an example, you right, know, yeah. and you're, you're doing a lot of payments and you're a payment gateway, then most likely the most important thing is, well, how secure are you? But most likely you're not going to have a security expert in the beginning. So it'd be nice if, you know, companies or startups like that could uh, turn to, uh, you know, get advice from, from someone like yourself, if all that uh, could guide them in the right way. And maybe, you know, I mean, we, we run running out of time now, but it would be great if we could do, you know, one and another two episodes, you know, one for medium uh, and uh, small to medium sized enterprises and one for startups and, and what do they need to look out for and, you know, most startups, you know, if they're running, you know, most likely would use like Docker and, you know, some of the native services, lots of lambdas. And, you know, there's, you know, certain things that you need to be aware of that yeah, yeah. that initially you, you won't be. But someone like yourself could save a company. Like if I'm, if I'm uh, you know, for one of my uh, startups, I would, you know, I don't want to spend time you know, worrying about, uh, you know, things like um, security. And, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about features. I'm concerned about getting funding. I'm concerned about expanding and scaling my business. You know, I, I don't have, you know, is all my routine in place? Is, is the failover tested? How do we test it? You know, those are things that I want someone else to just come and, you know, assist me at a reasonable cost, of course. <laughs> if yeah. it's possible, but yeah. I'll be more than happy happy to sort of like help with such with such things. I mean, um, I'm kind of like glad that you touched on the, the security uh, piece. I mean, uh, throughout all my journey, um, security has also sort of like been one of those things where uh, I've never actually overlooked, you know, it. Whether I'm designing a solution, whether I'm actually um, sort of like advising people and stuff, I always actually think about security, ensure that people even understand exactly why things are done this way. How is this actually going to help your organization from, from sort of like protecting your organization and, and, and so forth, you know? 
So um, I would like for us to potentially even have another session, potentially even just talk yeah. about security, you know, um, yeah. And I think it will potentially um, add value. Um, and I think there's quite a lot of stuff that people can learn from from, 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 from that session. Yeah, well, I'll set it up and, uh, you know, we, we'll definitely uh, deep dive into that. But I'm glad that finally I've got Bertrand on the show. Yeah. We've heard his introduction. We, we've listened to his story. I'm inspired. I'm sure everyone else is also inspired. I know that I'm going to go straight to a cloud guru or, or um, you, Demi, and uh, you know, <laughs> making sure that I'm up to date in my certs. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm going to keep on pushing, you know, and I'm inspired by you, Bethel. I truly am. And I'm going to keep on pushing just the way you have. And I hope everyone else out there pushes themselves to the limit. You know, there's a uh, hard work never killed anyone. <laughs> but uh, the, the reward in the end is that you, uh, you, you have a satisfaction of fulfillment. Uh, but, you know, on the other end, I have to mention that ensure that if you are joining the space, you got to be passionate about it. Because when you are trailing, you know, cloud trail logs or VPC flow logs at, at uh, you know, half past 10 at night because there's a production incident, then you got to be, you got to be ready for that. It's not all fun and games. There's also uh, an element of, um, you know, that uh, things can go wrong and will go wrong. And we have to also be aware of that. Yeah, man, you, you have to be able to, to, to do everything. Hence, this, this saying that you build it, you own it, you run it. You, know? <laughs> um, you can't build a solution without actually understanding some of the, the, the networking components, some of the uh, security sort of like components. Kind of like need to understand pretty much everything. Um, I mean, like, as I've said, gone are those days where you had people that will just specialize in, in just databases, you know, right now you are expected to pretty much sort of like have some sort of like an idea in terms of what's a VPC, you know, what's a security group, because if you're a database administrator right now, even if you move into cloud, guess what, you still need to now manage your own security groups, which is like what, your firewalls and stuff. So gone yeah. are those days where people would just see it and say, you know what, um, it's not my problem. Everything is fine on my side. Right now, you are kind of like, you have to um, be involved pretty much in everything. And you can't just keep on throwing stuff all around to say it's not your responsibility and stuff, you know. So, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I, I like the way you put that. Well, Bethwell, you know what? Thank you so much for coming on to, um, to TrevTech Talks. You know, let's, let's all work together to make Africa great. I think this opportunity that we have, this technological advancement is definitely going to allow us to innovate at a much rapid, much more rapid pace. We'd be able to, uh, you know, develop new products quicker, more secure, efficient, resilient systems. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm definitely looking forward to the next sessions that we're going to have with Bethwell where we deep dive into, um, you know, what does this mean for a small to medium-sized enterprises and what does this mean for startups? So, Mm -hmm. Bethwell, thank you so much for for joining me today on this very cold uh, Wednesday Wednesday (laughs) evening. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to having you back. Any last words, uh, you know, for uh, for the listeners? Any last words or pieces of advice that you want to share along? Yeah, so I think my, my last words, guys, um, uh, it's it's Youth Month. 
Um, so one of the things right now, um, me being obviously with, within this industry for the past three years, um, there's a, a scarcity of sort of like resources, people that are able to actually, um, um, that have, that are knowledgeable with cloud, you know. Um, so I would urge obviously the youth to, you know, to try and skill up, you know, um, if you need potentially material, or if you need guidance, advice and stuff, you know, don't be shy, get into LinkedIn, look at some of these people, send them a message, you know, I'm sure some of them are willing to help you out, you know. Um, so I'll just urge obviously the youth to take this opportunity, you know, um, try to get themselves skilled, um, given the fact that we are potentially running out of, 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 of skills, you know, um, given the fact that um, this whole cloud, it's almost like a, 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 a big bang approach where it just landed and then people now uh, have to actually um, skill up. Um, but guess what? The old people are already going into retirement. So this is a chance, you know, uh, <laughs> to get into the field. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's what I would, um, yeah, advise the youth to do right now. You know, um, like I said, um, they're more than welcome to potentially um, even go into my LinkedIn profile, send me a message. I'm more than yes. welcome to provide some material and also to mentor them if uh, if they need any mentorship, you know. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, uh, Bethwell. So, yeah, um, listeners, reach out to Bethwell. You can reach out to myself if you, if you want. Um, we, we're here to help and, and guide you along this journey. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Trev. Bethwell, and stay warm, stay safe, and we'll definitely chat soon. Okay, cheers, cheers, mate. Cheers, Bethwell.